0: It's the He Say, She Say podcast, battle of the sexes who will win. He Say, She Say is the new podcast featuring views and thoughts between Clark Howard, photographer and podcaster, and Samantha Pounds, a public relations specialist who is also a podcaster. Clark and Sam share different perspectives and opposing views on the He Say, She Say podcast as they discuss various topics, such as love relationships life and the everyday podcast dialogue they see on social media sites like facebook instagram pinterest and others while looking at what you the general public like to share with the world through social media so join us for this exciting new podcast segment and you just might change your views or maybe gain a new perspective it's the he say she say podcast battle of the sexes who will win
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Samantha. My name is Clark. All right, so welcome back to another episode of the He Say, She Say podcast.
2: Welcome. How 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 are you? I Um, am fantastic. My day is wonderful. I feel great. I am happy to be back on the He Say and She Say podcast.
1: He Say, She Say Podcast. Okay. (laughs) You're happy.
2: Yes. Very happy. happy.
1: All right, cool. Well, we just kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, This episode, we actually are going to be talking about who will always be my favorite president, President Barack Obama.
2: Woo! Give him a shout out, (laughs) y'all.
1: Now, I know on this podcast on this show, we always talk about you know relationship you know based things, but we wanted to kind of do something a little bit different, and that is really just kind of talk about politics a little bit, and this show, you know we're not trying to be politically correct or anything of that nature. we're just trying to show our opinions and what we think and how we feel with everything now. Usually the format of the show is Clark has a view and I typically have an opposing view. But today we're actually being one unit together. I
2: like
1: that. I like that. <laughs> we're being one unit together. So the reason that we wanted to talk about politics and and, and the president and, and President Barack Obama is just simply because of all of the election stuff. Now, if you remember last November... We had the election. It was between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Now, obviously, we know the outcome. Uh, Donald Trump won the election, but it was a really big, big battle. It was a really big battle.
2: I agree with you with that. I do
1: 100%. It was a big battle. because The reason that I think it was a big battle is because I think it was a joke, to be honest.
2: Oh yeah, was, I've
1: seen it. It was a joke. Just kind of, you know, going back, you know, like I said, back to November, you know, I I watched the the uh, the debates and I just, you know, we we always knew, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I believe, and to this very moment right now, I know that Hillary Clinton is still the most qualified person for the job
2: so what does she have like 30 years of experience you know being around in the office a lot i mean
1: she's been in the oval office you know of course she was married to former president bill clinton okay um she was a lawyer she has worked in the social services spectrum you know she has a lot of experience and then when you look at donald trump and i and not to be disrespectful but i refuse to call him President Donald Trump, I refuse to because he is not my president. You know, anytime you disrespect and you mock people with disabilities, you lose all respect. Oh, anytime yeah. you are caught on camera saying that you'll grab women by the pussies and you know, stuff like that, you lose all respect. Not only do you lose respect as president, but you also lose respect as a man.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. As myself, I don't think that he really stands. He's really a good, a good example for uh, a man being a president, you know. For myself, like, if I want to run for president next year, I mean, I'm not going to be saying all the stuff that he just said because I think it's ridiculous that he went over and beyond with his words that he shouldn't even be, you know, saying, Why would you talk about immigrants? Why would you say how lousy they are? Why would you say black people are lazy? I mean, particularly, we are the hardest working people because our ancestors have, you know, carried on, built the White House, I mean, all of this stuff, I mean, think about it, how can you possibly go that far with your time of trying to become president debating with a wonderful woman who I believe Hillary Clinton is, a good woman, you know, to be uh, selected as a president, because she's had so many years of experience being around people in office, not only in office, but, you know, schools, and 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 as you said, lawyer and stuff like that, you know, and that really blows my mind with someone who has a great experience, especially from a woman.
1: And you know what? To be honest with you, this, because that's what this podcast is all about. We talk about, you know, lots of different things. And like I mentioned at first, you know, we've been talking about relationship stuff, but I think that, you know, America was not ready for a woman as a president. Every other country There has always been a woman in that high power, but for whatever reason, America has chosen not to elect a woman. I I do believe that this country is very racist. I do believe that this country does not give justice to all. That is my humble opinion. You have people who are in jail serving 30 and 40 and 50 years for minimum criminal activity. Meanwhile, you have other folks out here who are going, killing people, people who are, you know, shooting churches up and and people who are raping and murdering. And and I'll just be honest, and this is probably not political correct, but white people. I do believe that white people in America have it so much easier than black people. And I just, I, I it's very, it's very, very
2: disappointing. Yeah, I kind of feel like you know we don't get as black people we don't get a, a privilege, so we don't get the same privilege as white people. Uh, I remember three, maybe three days ago, I seen a uh, elderly white woman going off on a Hispanic woman for uh, uh, allowing her friend to get in front of her to purchase something, but she had the nerve to continue to say, "Go back to where you came from, you the, uh. uh, uh Spanish people. I mean, you can't talk like that to people. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen to you. So I just think that with what's going on is that Donald Trump has just uplifted his people to make them feel like they got more power than other race. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that it is necessary that the position that we're in right now, because I kind of feel like people are going to start trying to say, well, oh, he's black, so... He's not well-educated, so I'm going to get the job before him. Stuff like that. You know, that that doesn't make me feel comfortable being in America. You know what I mean? Especially for women, too,
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And you brought up a really, really good point. A very good point. Uh, I can remember when I was, you know, first getting into corporate America after graduating college. I'll be honest and say, you know, I have dual degrees. I have two college degrees. I worked my ass off in college. I went to college for four years, and I walked away with two college degrees. That is unheard of. Right, right. That, that is very unheard of. I worked my ass off. And when I graduated college, to finally get into my field of choice that I went to college for, I was oftentimes overlooked for the white man or the white woman who maybe had a maybe just an associate's degree right. or barely had working experience. And I never understood that. And and it wasn't until I got older and I began to really realize how racist America still is. America is still very racist. You know, um we are actually we, we live in Indiana to all of our listeners out there. We live in Indiana and When I was in college, I went to college in Southern Indiana. And Southern Indiana, if you don't know, is very, very racist, it's very racist. And I grew up in Indianapolis and I had never experienced racism until I went away to college, living in Southern Indiana. White Mm -hmm. people, especially white men in particular, they feel that they have such a finesse, they feel that they have such a power over black women and and black men, it's just very frightening. It's it's very, very frightening.
2: You know, I'm afraid afraid that, you know, when it comes to opportunities for people like myself with disabilities, you know, uh, be put down about a particular, you know, race, you know, uh, 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 how they look and stuff like that. So I kind of feel afraid that, you know, someone's going to put me down. For example, like, it was probably like maybe six or seven years ago. Oh, probably like in high school, man. And this guy, I mean, he's white. He's a white guy. He actually, uh, I was a host at a a restaurant, and he noticed something on the back of my head, and I had to explain to him what it was. And so he was like, well, man, what happened if I ripped that thing off the back of your head? What is it going to do? And my first response was, I hope you have $50,000 in your pocket to give me, because that's how much it costs to recover the damage that you've caused. The man just looked very surprised and very shocked. He just laughed like, oh, (laughs) oh, my goodness, yeah, I was just joking, dude. But you cannot joke with people you don't know. You know what I mean? I find that that's very disrespectful. As for me, myself, I can't even really go up to a person and really say something like that because I don't know you. So stuff like that kind of make me feel like, well, these type of people are going to be, you know, trying to take over. You know, and and
1: making us feel more more class. Absolutely. I've always felt, you know, it it wasn't until I, you know, became a young adult that I realized. and, 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 And let me also go on the offense and say that I do have white friends. So I do not believe that all white people are bad. I'm not saying that at all. But there are just some white people, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, that they just believe that they are the supreme beings, that they just believe that they are on top. And that is what troubles and scares me about Donald Trump and his presidency because there are millions of white Americans living in America, living in our communities that support this man. They support things that he does. They, they support the bigotry. You know, I, I, I get so worked up about this subject because, like I said, I never experienced racism until I was forced to live in an area where black people were not wanted. And I remember saying to myself, Like, I never want to feel this way for the rest of my life. Like, I never want to live next to someone that does not want to live next to me, you know. And that brings me to my next point. When it comes to living and when it comes to, you know, modernizing our cities, I can only speak for Indianapolis, but there are some neighborhoods in Indianapolis. And if any of our listeners are from Indianapolis listening, you can very well attest to this, but there are some neighborhoods to where it used to just be black neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it used to be black neighborhoods, and they have forced us to move out, white people, they forced us to move out of these And not only black
2: people, they also forced Hispanic as well, because they were, you know, Hispanic and blacks were pretty much a bond during that time. Yeah, they really, were forcing us
1: you know they've, they've literally they forced us out of our own city and they have tried to force us to live in the suburbs you know like I said if you're if you're listening and you're from Indianapolis if you if you take a poll, a poll and you go back okay 10 15 years ago and you think about how many black people were living in Brownsburg and Avon it was almost non-existent. We were not welcomed out there, and now that's all that lives out there because that's the only options that they gave us. It's like everything we want, white people have taken it away.
2: Education, stores, shopping centers, <laughs> our, malls, music, our music, our music.
1: White people have taken our music fashion. away. They've taken our music away. And speaking of that, let me just say something. There's a new genre of music. They call it Blue-Eyed Soul. And you have artists, which, I again, I'm not hating on nobody. I'm not hating on anybody. But you have artists such as Adele, you know, who can sing a song with soul. And she's played on black radio stations. She's winning BET Awards. How does that make sense? Uh,
2: you know what? I'm more clueless than you.
1: <laughs> like, how the hell does that make sense? It's not fair. Even when you think about Hollywood, we get treated like shit Especially in for the Oscars awards, too. We get treated like shit when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah. You know, we don't make the same money as white people make in Hollywood.
2: No, I agree.
1: So, I agree. therefore, agree. you have individuals such as Tyler Perry... And David E. Talbert, Will Packer, Lee Daniels, you have these Black directors, the writers who are coming out trying to make content for us and getting still white people. They still want to take that away.
2: It's just just sad how a lot of things have changed because I remember one, I, I forgot her name. She's an actress, but she spoke upon this and she said that white people just wants to be just as black as we are because they want the exact same hairstyle they want the exact same uh, fashion uh uh rap you know music uh 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 uh, the way they the way we talk they want to use that and she said that there's nothing wrong with that because black people want the exact same thing and i was like well you might have a point there but it's not really the exact same because black people use a little bit of what white people have as in fashion you know, so I'm just trying to understand her perspective of, you know, why she put us out there. I forgot her name. I can't remember her name. But she's really, she's really popular, uh, um, an actress. And so but before we go to, before I even get to all of that, you know what? It, it's been very more stressful about our president, uh, Barack Obama, who has been in office. And I can't imagine everything that he's been through in that office. All, all the rejections, all the everything. That man came from having a full black hair to gray hair. You know what I mean? He- they
1: stress that nigga out. Yes. They stress that yes. nigga out. Yes. You know, and here's the thing. So, we're talking about, you know, the political world. And when it comes to our president, President Barack Obama, you know, You think about all of the things that he wanted to do, everything that he wanted to accomplish, it really was not that man. Everyone kept saying, oh, President Barack Obama never did anything for black people. Mm -hmm. It was not up to him to do anything for black people. It was Congress. It was Congress. If you read your history books, if you read anything about law, then you'll know and you'll understand that at the end of the day, it's Congress. It's the people that you elect in Congress. Yes, the presidential elections are very important, very important, but these smaller elections are also important as well. I agree. Your local elections—those folks that you are voting in your counties, in your cities, with governors to mayors—that's very important as well.
2: I agree, because you know, if once you once you elect the uh, the wrong person that speaks about the wrong thing, you're going to make that wrong turn you know your 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 community is going to have it's going to go up your your uh, your tax money is going to go up you know all this stuff is just adding up because here in indiana we we had the world's i mean uh, craziest governor here my Pence. yes and imagine what he's done to women here about taking away rights for women so it, it kind of felt like he was really saying, "Well, if women do this, then no, we're going to change it to where women going to do this." And that, and a lot of women were pretty much against that. They hated the fact that he made them do something that they felt like, "Oh, they don't have control of their own bodies." So I kind of felt like you know, it is like you said, it is important to select the right candidate for your country, for your your, your community, for your. City I mean, I mean it is important for that.
1: You know I just I don't know I, I don't hard. know I, <laughs> I, I really fear for this country. you know, I remember when President Barack Obama first got elected and he got into office, man oh man, it was the it was an amazing time to be black. It was so amazing to be black. And it's like now I fear what our country is about to go through. Mm. You know?
2: Especially when we were dealing with Russia issues, you know?
1: <laughs> I mean, I just... I I don't know. I, yeah, I just, like you
2: said, it, it's, it's during his time of eight years of presidency, it felt wonderful to be black. It felt great. You know, you were able to Talk about him. You know, you were able to go out and say, oh, my president is black.
1: And you know what? Let me also say this. There will never, ever be another classy first family. Oh, Michelle yeah. Obama. Oh, I, I bow to her
2: 100%.
1: Such a classy,
2: good-looking,
1: beautiful woman. Intelligent woman. Very cl- And their children Like, you never heard any crazy thing about their children, ever. We watched them grow up right in front of our eyes. I remember when President Obama got elected. I I remember I was a freshman in college when that happened. And I remember my senior year of high school, you know, my father, who is gone, he's deceased now. My father, I I remember my, my, my father was like, really into politics he followed it so much and I remember my senior year of high school my father was telling me about Barack Obama who at the time he was in Congress at the time and he was running and I remember my father just kept saying that brother is going to be the next president of the United States and man do I wish my father was still was alive to have witnessed that you know he made history
2: Oh, yeah. The, the finest history of all times. No one can take that away from him.
1: He made history. You know, even if he may not have accomplished what we may have wanted him to accomplish, one thing that I can say about Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, excuse me, is that he was a man of great intelligence. And he also gave you this sense of hope that you can be any. Fucking thing you want to be. Yeah. That
2: man was the president of the United States. And he made you even feel like, even if he's on TV, he made you feel like you are already brothers. Because he was, uh, he's the type of guy, I, I can say this, but I can only speak for myself to say this. He's the type of guy that if he walks up to you, he already knows you. He's already giving you that handshake like a a brother from the hood. You know what I'm saying? So President Barack Obama has really changed my life during the time I was in in high school, college during that time. I can't remember when he got elected. And it was one of the most historical moments for me because I felt like, wow, we've we've made history. This is true. And during that time, I'm not going to lie. I think the Indianapolis Colts had won the Super Bowl the exact same year Barack Obama was elected president. And that was the best freaking year of my life. I was turned up during that time.
1: <laughs> tell us where you were at. You know, as we're, as we're remembering the legacy of President Barack Obama, tell us where you were at when you found out that he was elected. Send us an email at Media. At gmail.com. I remember my freshman year, uh, I was a freshman, and I remember we when we found out that President Barack Obama was elected, I remember a group of my friends and I and my roommates, we just started running up and down the campus screaming, my president is black, my president is black, like, we was happy. Oh yeah, we were super happy.
2: That's how, that's, I, that's a good moment. That was that was a good time right there for you. We were
1: super happy, <laughs> and I, I just remember thinking, I, I remember actually just like really thinking like, we have a black man at office.
2: I know y'all was doing that backflips and all that stuff. <laughs> I can imagine that because where I probably was that was in my bedroom just turning on TV to me, late at night just watching waiting for him to walk down that aisle with his wife and his daughters to say, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Just shouting and cheering and seeing the other people's eyes cry and and with joy in, in the moments. And I felt so connected to those people because I felt like I was there. And it was it was the best moment of my life because I got up in the middle and I banging on my dad's door, letting him know, dad, Barack Obama, won. President Barack Obama, won. You know, everybody's just cheering in hollering, just having a good time. It's like, man, we got to have a drink or something like that. But it was one of the most amazing moments of my life to see that man walk down that aisle, you know, not by himself, but holding his wife's hands and his children's hands and saying, yes, we can. And we did it. That was the best. That was the history right there for me.
1: Absolutely. Well, we just wanted to present something for the people to our wonderful loyal listeners we just wanted to reminisce a bit on president barack obama you know we talked a little bit about the future of the united states let us know what you think in your opinion how do you think donald trump is going to do you know how do you think donald trump is going to do as president well i
2: kind of feel like he's messed up a little bit right now i don't I, I don't know why I probably say that because we're having a little issue with uh, Russia now. So I kind of felt like in the future, you know, he's going to hit some hit some real bad corners to where it's going to be an embarrassment to our country. You know, I'm not going I'm, to I'm not saying he's going to start a war, but there's a possible chance he might start a war because he might get pissed off about what this guy did, what that guy did. But I just really hope that uh, uh, Donald Trump is really careful with himself of the things he say to people. Because I was once told that, that this man has a, uh, a mindset to where he likes to say what he wants to say. He likes to tell people how he wants it done. If it's not done that way, then I don't know. But the people that he's selected in office, I hope that they're wise enough to make the decision to where if he makes a dumb decision, they make a wise decision to change it in order for him to not make a really big situation like Great Depression happened here in America?
1: I would have to say, for me, my whole take on it, um, I I think that Donald Trump has done so many poor things. He's made some very poor PR choices in the past that I I think that he'll end up um, impeaching himself. I really do. I I believe that he will impeach himself, and at that point, um, that'll be something that the country has to deal with. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think Hillary Clinton will rerun for president in four years?
2: Well, I think that Hillary Clinton might. There's a possible chance that she might rerun, but she already proved her point that Any woman can run for anything or be anything they want to be. But don't tap out. Don't give up. Just keep going for it. Just keep reaching for your dream. Just keep doing it. (coughs) Excuse me. And so she made a good point of, uh, of, uh, uh, of young women being an example of young women and saying, Hey, just because I lost this election, I really didn't lose. I actually won. And so that is, to me, that's a really good thing. I think that she would rerun again if she has the strength to do it.
1: I think that Hillary Clinton, Senator Hillary Clinton, I I think that if she reruns after these four years, because I think that Donald Trump will make an ass out of himself. I really do. I believe he'll make an ass out of himself. And I think that I could just see Hillary doing some false shit by rerunning, winning, and then just say, you know what, y'all don't want me in the first place, so no.
2: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But she know that everybody really wanted it because she won all the popular votes. He just won the college votes. So therefore, she knows that the country already wants her. It's just that the dumb people made a stupid selection. That shouldn't have been made in the first place. Because, like I said before, our votes kind of did count, but it also did not count. Because once we go out there and we make our votes and we say we voted, our voice counts. Really, there's other people above us that are voting as well. But their voice counts ten times more than our voice. So, I mean, we do want her... We do now if Michelle Obama if Michelle Obama really runs in 20 what's it say 2020 or whatever oh my god the whole world is flipping the whole world is flipping
1: and she has said publicly that she will not run yeah i know office. that right. I know. I <laughs> she know. said that she won't but Michelle Obama if you are listening um we would love to see that ticket i i would love to see you on a political ticket. I, you would
2: have my vote. Yeah, because she's a smart and intelligent woman who use her own words. She's not like, what's her name? I don't even know her name. Donald Trump's wife. Melania. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, but <laughs> but uh you know, I think Michelle Obama is well educated, knows her being, knows where she stands at, knows what she's talking about. She's a very loving woman, a woman who really get people's minds to change and see her perspective. And that, when she she made a really powerful speech one day, and I cannot imagine someone trying to educate her on who built the White House. And they tried to flip this to give, oh no, 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 no! They didn't build the White House, but someone else put up on it was on Twitter, and they said, "Do your research." Do your research before you try to educate another grown black woman who is well-educated and intelligent to know her history. So I think if Michelle Obama, I'm telling you, if Michelle Obama really runs, baby, you got my vote. you got my vote in, so I hope you make that move, mama.
1: And on that note, as Michelle Obama has so graciously said, when when they go low, we go high. That is going to do it for us. We just wanted to do a special episode, you know, talking about politics. Uh, We're talking about uh, our memories of President Barack Obama. You know, I think that his eight years of what he was able to accomplish, I believe that he did a wonderful job in what Congress was able to allow him to do. And of course, Mr. President, we are always wishing you best, and we just know that whatever your next move is, I know it'll be your best move. So, that's my take on
2: it. And President Obama, I gotta be honest, and I thank you, I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for setting a good example of us young black African American men to stand up for your people. And I thank you for being that strong man of your daughters and for your wife to know that you have their backs, no matter what the issue is. And I just, I just really admire you because you have shown me that every step you make, don't let anything stop you from getting there. And I just want to bow to you to say, I thank you, my brother for all that you've done for this country. Amen. Amen.
1: All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of the He Say, She Say podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you press that subscribe button. Also, let us know what you think about the show. And you can also email us. Email us at dreamstylemedia@gmail.com at gmail.com and let us know what you think, comments that you have, any questions. If you need relationship advice or tips, email us. Because something that you may say or a question that you may ask, it can appear on one of our episodes. All right? All right. All right. So that is going to do it for us. As always, stay blessed and we'll see you next time. Adios,
2: John.